When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lori and Julia on the day after the Oscars, we're going to keep talking about it because... We watched it. We thought it was interesting. We thought there were some highs. We oh, thought there yeah. were some lows. We we saw some of the movies. Some of the movies we liked won. We got plenty to talk about. Yeah, we really do. And, and But, I mean, I do think it was the le- people did have not seen these movies. They haven't seen the movies. And that was some of the complaint was like this year where they finally took away some of the clips was the year they probably needed the clips. Right. Because it's like, I didn't, nobody saw these movies. And no, right. Not many people spent $20 on Minari. And it didn't give you a taste of what the movie would be like. You totally, know? that's what, yeah, yeah. Like you just agreed. Said. Agree with you 100%. Well, the, the, the ratings plummeted to a record low, down 58% over last year, which was already low. They need a host. They just got to stop messing around with this. Just stop it. And They need a host. You're losing, if you want to get anybody back, give us a brand name. Yeah, give us someone to entertain us. It, you just need someone. You need some star power, someone yeah. funny who can make fun of these people. I agree. Now, I, I will say, Holly and I texted this picture at the same time to each other okay, last which night. Which one was it? And he was early on the red carpet. But to me, uh, revolutionizing in one fell swoop in the most perfect way, the red carpet upped the game. Lakeith Stansfield, who he was nominated for supporting actor for Judas and the Black Messiah. And mm-hmm. he shows up in a belted jumpsuit with white collar. I mean, he owned it. He looked hot. Yeah. I mean, he owned that look. It it's was, amazing. The fit on it was beautiful. He's got a little bit of a chain. I mean, I could see like, I'm like, why hasn't Harry worn this? Why hasn't uh, Lenny Kravitz? It was so amazing. And then um, I also thought that um, I, I loved- thought Leslie Odom Jr. in his gold. Brioni. That was a custom Brioni made he with looked, metal thread. He looked gorgeous. Gorgeous. And I am not a fan of... Gold. No, suits. but I'm telling you, it was so well made. I mean, I think that was one of the things because we saw Audra... Audra Day. Audra Andra Day. Day. Andra Day Andra was Day. wearing Vera Wang a metal dress. But it looked cheap. It looked like the fabric that we wore from discos in the 80s. 100%. (laughs) It looked so cheap to me because she had a different outfit she wore to the after parties that looked gorgeous. I love the hammered metal look of that dress. But But in the gold, it it didn't just look so cheap. When they said that they had somebody solder that dress, I'm like, solder? It looks like the flimsy. Rocco, you had to have been very interested because she looked sexy. 
And I like too in the uh, to get back to the trivia when they went to her and they were like, "Hey, did Prince Purple Rain win an Oscar?" She's like, "It probably wasn't even nominated, and that's a bunch of BS." And they had to bleep it. They had to bleep her. I so know. Good. Oh, right. And, and she was right. Yeah, <laughs> and and she just looked like a sex symbol because she didn't have any chance of winning, no. so she wasn't worried about wearing gold. But I was Same bummed because it could have been cooler, but it just it didn't show yeah. well. Yeah, but I mean, her, her revenge was that her body looked amazing, her hair and her makeup she were perfection. Yeah, she looked gorgeous. So, I mean, it would have been fun to have been her last night. But And then the other guy who just jumped out um, at me after I got done drooling over Lakeith Stanfield in his St. Laurent jumpsuit was uh, the guy that wore... Coleman? Coleman. Yeah. Domingo in the pink suit. Magenta, hot pink. Rocco, I could I see you yeah. wearing that. I'd probably and wear something. We know you him from The Walking Dead. He yep. was in One Night in Miami. He just looked amazing. So those guys. And then uh, Brad Pitt's little ponytail. Oh, he looked amazing. All right, so here were some surprises, I thought. Yeah. So Diane Warren, who's 0 for 11 for um, song songs Oscars. 12. Oh, it said 11 yeah, in my thing today. So it's 12. So she's 0 for 12. And winning. As best songwriter. As best songwriter. Mm-hmm. But last night was the very first time anyone has ever dressed her. Because she always wears suits. Like tuxedo looking suits. But yes. last night she had on a white suit by Valentino. So and this pretty. beautiful sparkly turtleneck underneath. And white heeled boots. She looked really pretty. I liked that look a lot. I thought we got to talk she about... Juliana. She wanted to win so bad. I know. And her song that was... Uh, sung in Italian in Sophia Lorenz movie Life Ahead. It was redone in Ita- in Italian, and it's actually getting Billboard top play. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, but oh. I think the right song won for really? that was her winning. Yeah, that song kind of bores me. Yeah. Fight for you? Yeah, you think I, can, it, I thought the the Leslie Odom Jr. song was sounded oh, sounded really nice. Yeah, it was good. It I was. Know. I get, you know they never give the song much attention. I mean, they didn't even have it play during the show. Yeah, they, that was in the pre in the right? pre show, which I thought was kind of like that show could have used. Yeah. Some of that energy. It could have. You know, but anyway, what else? Uh, I didn't recognize Margot Robbie getting back to the ABC red carpet. Notice how none of the anchors do that show anymore. No. They don't mm-hmm. want to fly to the West Coast. They don't want to do it. I actually like the gal. I don't know who she was. She in the starred in Hamilton. I got her name. Let she me tell great. you what it is. Her name but is... When she was talking to Margot Robbie and her husband, I was like, who is that? Ariana Du Bois. Okay, she was Arena, really good. Arena Du Bois, she's in Hamilton and Little Rail Holly was the guy that was with her. Well, they were great. I thought they were fun. Yeah. But she's also going to be in West Side Story, I oh, think. Okay. Um, and by the way, what do we, do we really need a Steven Spielberg West Side oh, Story? No. Is anybody excited for okay, this? Okay, no. This is just like... We... I think you and I are on the same page, Rocco, <laughs> and Julia is on a totally kind of, different one because it looked it looked kind of fun. We but I don't care. The trailer it looks like it is an exact replica yeah. of the sixties one. The sixties one. Yeah. Did and, you like? Vi- vi- can we go back to fashion for a second? Right. We'll go, <laughs> we'll we're going to jump forward at like four thirty, okay. and talk about you know maybe West Side Story, but we also have to talk about you know. More the Why didn't show. we recognize Margot Robbie? Um, because she had frazzled hair with thick, shaggy bangs and a long, limp ponytail. And she did. We've seen her on the red carpet. She's so gorgeous. We just did. It was like, I don't know why last night was there were some hair disasters because Laura Dern 
on the 20th anniversary of Bjork wearing a swan, decided gave to us. walk in wearing an ostrich. Gave us some love. And she gave us an ostrich dress, but then she didn't back it up with sexy hair and posing with her leg, because that dress had a slit, Rocco. Uh, we never got mm. to even see the it slit. It had a slit, and she had on gorgeous shoes, a black she velvet did. shoe with like a silver, like it a, was rhinestone, a diamond, diamond, diamond thing. Yep. And, and But she didn't work. If you're going to wear velvet and feathers, ostrich feathers, okay, which is a severe look no matter what, because people will say, you swallowed the swan, you are the ugly duck, you, you know, you rode in on the... It's 50-50 whether people will love or hate this dress. But if you own that dress, you stick your leg out and you Mm -hmm. have sexy hair either all the way up or half up, half down. Or a red lip or something. No, she had nothing hair, going. The the hair, yeah, the hair needed help. The hair. She had Veronica Lake waves that weren't even brushed yeah. out. It made the dress feel like not fluffy feathers, but flat feathers. <laughs> Truth. And the other one that fell flat for us, and it was Laura Dern and Reese Witherspoon walked the red carpet oh together. Oh, my God, Julie, you were And funny. I sent Lori... A note immediately and took a picture of it and I said, "Oh, is it's, this what we is look this like? what we look like on the red carpet?" <laughs> because Reese is so short and Laura's so tall and lean and Reese is a little shorter and Julia, stouter. We I realized, totally we realized felt like that. that the first year at the red carpet. Only I the totally first felt year like that. Did and then I, you wore high heels and then no, you haven't since. And I haven't since because we had photos and we yep. were so off balance. So off balance. So off balance. So Rocco, I would either be barefoot or in flip-flops. I have to be flat because, <laughs> because otherwise I just, I'm taller too. I'm taller. I'm taller like a lot of the willowy women. But if you were like a 5'7 woman and you wear heels in Hollywood, you, you will just, tower over a lot of people. Right. And Reese Witherspoon had the parted in the middle. Yeah. I want to go back to this part in the middle, but her dress looked dated, but it conflicted because she wore a belt with the conf. It didn't work. You know what? When those two, when Laura Dern and uh, Reese Witherspoon were talking to that darling girl at the ABC red carpet in the prettiest room I've seen in ever, they Ariana Du Bois. Okay, when they were talking to her, they totally reminded me of the two girls in high school who'd call you the day of the prom and say, "There's no room in the limo for you and your date." <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. And Olivia Coleman, I just want to say, she, not Olivia Coleman. She, Vanessa Kirby, eat a sandwich. Oh, I know, but I mean, th- that's the vibe yeah. I got. They, Funny, they were annoying. There's no room for you, you in the, the limo, limo. Rocco. We gotta were, go. They were annoying. Oh my All gosh, right, that's go. so funny. All right. <laughs> You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, look up tonight. I saw it last night. The bright, bright, bright pink moon. Pink moon? It's called the pink moon. And so last month was the warm moon. Right. And this month, April's full moon is the pink moon, and Mm -hmm. it's a super moon. And why there's super moons is there's four of them in a row this year, so we have a couple more to go. What qualifies as a super moon is they're generally based on the threshold, how close the moon is to the Earth. It's extremely close right now. We could have saw that crash today that almost happened in space. Did a crash happen in no, space? No, it almost did. The in space? space? So they almost had an incident. If you watch for All Mankind, it was like the finale. I got to watch that. Everybody's talking oh, about the right. finale. Is this, this is the Apple thing, right? The Apple Plus? Yes, the second season, the, the second season it ended on, on Friday, and it was just... 
It's I gotta a buy mind-blowing that. show. It's so good. Well, Julie, I'm looking at the weather, and it looks like it's cloudy all night. night. Well, then I saw I saw it last night. It was You're so bright. Lucky. The room, the moon was very, very bright. I'm all gonna right. get you a moon pin. Listen, I wrote them all down because you gave me a list, I did. This, and I've kept the list. We're getting, I wrote full, them, we're getting full moons every month. Every month. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got a couple like economic breakdowns from the Oscars, okay? Oh, boy. Okay. Um, well, I know. It's not a lot, but I do know that this year's Oscar ceremony costs $40 million plus, okay? Oh. Mm-hmm. They should have let Ryan and uh, Kelly, Kelly do and Ryan do the show. They could have let them do it. Mm-hmm. Um, $130 million is the economic boost to L.A. as a result of the Oscars. Not, not as big year. as usual no. years. Mm-hmm. Um, ABC is projected to make about $129 million in ad revenue. So which interesting that they don't have anybody from ABC that's recognizable involved with the red carpet anymore. This year, Laura Lara, Lara didn't even go. No, she no did one, a Zoom. She, she added Zoom. a necklace and put a tutu on her dog. She she's has had become, the easiest job of the year. She's become the laziest woman in television, she, but for she's, sure. She, I, and, um, for sure. Good for Lara her. Lara has Lara, a good gig. Lara, Lara. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal is that um, $9 million, the best picture that wins, gets an average increased box office after taking home the award. It's about a $9 million bump. In revenue and considering Nomadland pretty much was on Netflix for free. Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. Which I watched Friday. I, let's talk about it later. I liked it a lot. You did? We yeah. loved it. Yeah. We loved I, it. I, I mean, liked I how liked calm it. it was. I don't say, I'm not going to say I loved it. I liked it and I was grateful that I'm never going to have to be a nomad. <laughs> I kind of was thinking about it. It looks kind of fun. No, but I, I mean, it makes me want to go to a national park. It makes me that I'm going to always like really try and go out of my way to, you know, like say hi to people and when in traveling and stuff like that. But I remember just feeling huge gratitude that I am not going to be in danger of being a nomad. Um, I didn't have that thought at all. Oh, my gosh. I sure <laughs> did. That's like my worst nightmare. I know it is because you don't even like to camp. Well, I mean, Julia's you, got nothing to do. But with I mean, camping. you don't like you don't like that at all. I'm That's a not cancer. you're a five I need, star I need a home. traveler. I need I know. a home. I know. And when if you don't, you need five stars. You <laughs> you travel different than we do. You roll. You roll differently. Yeah. But I mean, I like the movie, and it's only the second time a movie's been shot in South Dakota that won an Oscar. Can you name the first one? Uh, mm-hmm. North Dances, by Northwest. No, Dances with Wolves. Oh. Bingo, Julia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 60% is the boost in pay the best actor or actress winner gets on their next film. For their agent. That's mm-hmm. nice. Everybody yep. gets a raise. This was the fourth year in a row we didn't have a host. I don't like Stop it. Stop immediately. Stop immediately. Stop immediately. Um, this Leslie Odom. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Junior, Junior made history this year as the fourth person and first man to receive an acting and song nominations for the same film, One Night in Miami. Oh, mm. The song is... Speak now. He co-wrote with Sam Ashworth. I liked, I liked his song. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Oh, he he he's such an amazing voice. Yep, back yeah. from Hamilton. He mm-hmm. was, Hamilton was kind of his big breakthrough. Yeah, right. Yes, that's how we knew him. Gosh, learned his name. I love. I really like him mm-hmm. and his wife. They just had a baby. They were so cute on the red carpet. When it comes to Rotten Tomatoes. Um, high budgets do not equate to high quality films. Two of this year's most talked about films had extremely low budgets. For example, The Sound of Metal, which we loved. Oh, so good. Was made for $22.5 million and had a score of 96% on Rotten that Tomatoes. That's like a lot, $22 million. It made, they, that's how much it cost to make it? Yep. That's I know. Well, that they like went to France. Remember, they went to France. And, and they had... Yeah. Um, but like Chloe's out made Nomadland no, for like two and a half. No, five million. Five million. Okay. Five million. Yeah. And um, Sound of Metal though won two it awards. Did sound. Yeah. Sound. Well, I knew it was win sound, but it won one other thing. And I'll give maybe? it to you. No, you may. Oh, yeah. Riz Ahmed when he stopped and fixed his wife's hair on the red carpet. They're the most beautiful. They were had, the most gorgeous. Her dress couple. was gorgeous. Yes, it was. And Riz Ahmed was the very first. Um, let's see is a standout as the first Muslim in Oscar history to be nominated in the Best Extra category for a stellar performance in Sound of Metal. Yeah, because Mahershala like is uh, supporting. Right, Mahershala Ali. Mm-hmm. Right. Was in supporting category. Yep. yep. Um, a couple mm. other little little trinkets, people, Yeah. if you want to know them. This happened to a lady in Texas. She was going to get married, and she was filling out. This is what they all say. It happened in Texas. I know. A lady was going to um, fill out, um, uh, what do you register to get married? What's the thing? Lori, you know it. A marriage license? Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Lori's experience. Lori, you know it. I know. Uh (laughs) So she learned when she was filling it out, she had an outstanding felony charge for not returning a VHS tape in 1999. A woman in Texas, outstanding felony from 20 years ago. The, the tape was Sabrina and the Teenage Witch. She never returned it. The video store went out of business in 2008 when we stopped, you know, VHSs. Right. So um, 52-year-old Karen McBride um, just got married. She found out there was a problem. She blamed it on her, her boyfriend at the time who had kids. Okay. She said, I've never even watched that. The charges were filed in March of 2000. She has no memory of ever renting it. Um, she couldn't return it. She doesn't have any clue, but they find, you know, they dropped it. But how weird to have that out in your name, you know, from a VHS tape. And she, and then she goes on to say this, this explains for no reason why she didn't get jobs and lost quite a few of them. Oh my! She didn't know that she had this. Well, that seems like a ridiculous thing to have on your record. Well, 100%. You know that they would even keep track of that. that. That I wish you, I did. I wish you hadn't told me that story. It's disturbing. Well, then I'll tell you this: <laughs> it's National Static Cling Day. Oh, I heard it was National Pretzel. It's day. that too, yeah, and you yeah. can get a free pretzels at Wendy's if you download the app and do one at other Wendy's? thing. At Wendy's. At Wendy's. Apparently, Wendy's. they have pretzels on the menu. Okay. That is Rita Moreno. 
was on stage last night. Can we just talk aging goals? Oh. She's, is she 80? Oh, she's older than, she's 89. Oh! My and word. You, know, you know what I loved was Questlove played uh, the theme from the electric company when she came out. I love that. Because she was on that show in the 70s. Yes. Oh, the music We're gonna was so find good my last way night. Down but she's to... 89 and her date was her daughter. Yes. And she looked so pretty and like an aubergine. Gord- absolutely and gorgeous. sparkles in her hair. And Rita Moreno is executive producing with Steven Spielberg, the West Side Story uh, remake that's happening as for it's going to, the, this movie is carrying the 20th Century Fox logo for probably the last time. Oh, gosh. And um, anyway, so last night when the trailer was shown and Holly posted it for us, we get, we see Rita Moreno in it. She's like playing a shopkeeper. I think she, yes. she was ringing up something. We get a first look at the cast and it's Ansel Elgort. Is, that's who that was. Yeah, that's yes. the guy. And I mean, it it looks great. It 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 looks like it's you know, like I I guess this West Side Story that was on Broadway last year is just horrible. Okay, like avoided at all okay. costs. But to me, I will just say I was like, okay, other than changing the faces of the people, right? It looked a lot like the old. Well, what else? It, yeah. It's the same story, Lori. Julia, I know, when but you, you could tell it differently, or you know. You know how they did like. Why would you recreate a movie in the exact same way? I am not Steven Spielberg. No, but you know what I'm saying. Usually, when people go, they give it. They give it their own spin. Why? This is like uh, Clint Eastwood tried to recreate Jersey Boys. Terrible. Exactly. Terrible. Like the stage show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I don't know. Rita's in it. It just. But I just was like. And then it made me pause for just a second about Ansel. He, yeah, okay. Elgort. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what do we know we'll him see. from? Who did oh he? Was he in that baby with? He was in the Baby Driver, and, and he was also in that cricket one, or what was the one about the bird? And the, and the, the one bird that, that no one, that right. the best book, but no one wanted the to fault see. Fault in the, our stars. No, yes, he was yeah, in he was that. in that, but it was. You know what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter, Joy. It's going to drive me crazy. The Goldfinch? Yes. The Goldfinch, yes. The bird I knew yeah. was... Okay, I've you got to talk that. about Thank two you. Oscar moments. Let's start with the fact that Best Picture was given out third to last. So instead of being the last award of the night, it became the third to the last. Right, Which it never was happens. back to back with Frances McDormand winning for Best Actress. And then she was executive producer on Nomadland. Mm-hmm. I kind of loved her speech. Yeah, let's talk about that. I too. loved. I like how she just. She, she does not care. fun. But she I kind of like her. But her she's just so, curmudgeon-y crap. She doesn't. Julia, she now. I am a warrior. She's this not, is my sword. She, I like oh, to work. Well, the, I like to work. My work is my sword. My work is my sword. I kind of liked it. <sighs> You know what? If why does she have to be so grumpy? That's what she... I kind of enjoy because she's such a curmudgeon. Okay, maybe she'd be like the aunt you would try so hard to make laugh. And she... I saw on Twitter she's been on the cover of High Times magazine. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. She's just stern and not fun. She lectured us when she won. Go see my Malena Theater. She know, said, "Go she... see all the movies." In I the know. Theater. And then she howled and she howled for their cinematographer who took his own life, named Michael Wolf, and it was some kind of an inside 
I Joe, thought that was well, I, didn't, I didn't get that part. I thought that was cool. But I'm just saying it all felt so mean and intense and grumpy. And immediately I thought she would not be invited on my girls weekend. Not well, at never, all. but she's a good curmudgeon. But she's three Oscars. She's now yeah. won three Oscars. Catherine Hepburn has won four. And now I'm worried she's going to win a fourth and we're going to be stuck with her and her curmudgeonly <laughs> crabby ways. Okay. I, I just. She was great, though. But let's talk about that for a second because basically her and Carrie Mulligan won all the awards this year, right? For that. Right. In that yes. category. Yes. yes and they you did. saw. Did you guys Promising both see young Promising Young Woman? Yes. It's great. So what do you guys think between those two performances? Oh, my God. Promising Young Woman. Carrie Mulligan every yeah, time. Because I didn't see it. But I I thought Nomadland was great, but it, I didn't walk away from Nomadland thinking, wow, what, no. a, what a performance by Frances McDormand. She, she like was she great. Was, she seemed like she was playing herself on yeah. Hard Times. I came away from, <laughs> from uh, Nomadland thinking, wow, that director got some amazing Shots, performances right. out of the ordinary normal people. people. Which they got to go up on stage, yep. and Frances even you know her gl- her gloom and doom <laughs> rubbed off on Swanky. <laughs> Swanky was so fun in that movie. Yep. She would not have worn whatever she I wore. I am a warrior, and my art is my sword. Yeah, she's I'm a warrior. Her poor husband looks exhausted. Ethan, go he didn't. Yeah, he did. Seem- he, he he just like oh here we go. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know about her. I she's I just, just I like how gruff she is. I don't know why. But but women had a great night. I mean, oh Anne gosh. Roth at 89 years old winning um, for costuming. She's the oldest Oscar winner at 80, age 89. She wasn't there, but women got more attention than, than ever. Ever. And, ever. And she's just like, I, she's amazing. Okay, like here, let me tell you what Anne Roth has done in her career. And still working. Okay. Okay, because she won. Um, for Ma Rainey. For Ma Rainey, that's right. She did uh, Sally Field in Places in the Heart. She did uh, all the guys in Mamma Mia, Pierce Brosnan, Stellan Skarsgård, Colin Firth, Young and Old, the spandex, the pants, everything. She did, um, uh, she gave Jane Fonda her clute haircut way back in 1972. She's been around. She's been around, um, and she was the one who had Nicole Kidman do the nose for Virginia Woolf yeah, to get into the character. Hours, the hours. She's just, I guess, people love working with her, mm-hmm. and so there was a lot of sentimental, val- you know, like people were really happy that she was there. And then I was very, I was so upset, I could not fall asleep last night that they waited the last award, Best Actor, apparently... They don't tell the producers. They who don't won. tell the producer who won, because they were expecting to have Chadwick Boseman right. to win because he'd won virtually every single Golden Globe, Critics Choice, mm-hmm. Baftas, uh, all that, all that, and Anthony Hopkins ends up winning. Joaquin says Anthony Hopkins. Boom! The show is over. <laughs> they got to Questlove, and they're like, yep. "Good night, everybody." Good night, so everybody. Weird. And it was such a clean, which is why you end with best picture, one hundred percent. Because at least we could have ended with old, you know, f- uh, you know, Francis giving her se- her sword and her word, and you know, people could have felt somewhat <laughs> uplifted of, of or whatever, you know, that. It, but not boom and Anthony. Ha- I think what happened he was sleeping. Yeah, I think what happened it was four is in the morning. People voted for Riz Ahmed. Anthony Hopkins and Chadwick Boseman. And I think people that were going to vote for Chadwick were like, oh, I'm going to just toss it because 
Riz was everywhere promoting right. Anthony Hopkins, and people said, "Oh, Chadwick's got it. Everyone's voting. My vote won't be missed." Right. And right. Anthony Hopkins ends up winning. Yeah, he, I'm, I'm looking at like a scorecard that Metacritic put together for the awards, and right. yeah, it was all Chadwick and Riz by far like dominated the awards right. season this year. But remember, the voting for the Academy just ended last Tuesday. Yeah. And so all this kind of the talk about that he had it, it was a lock. And people might That's always kind of jinxes it. it kind of, you know what I mean? It can. And I just was really upset for, for Chadwick. His family is not upset. That's what they say. I mean, the producers look like idiots. That's like why you have Best Picture be last. Right. But it was one of the strangest finishes to an Oscar, and we saw La La Land Oscar. Right. Yeah, we and, did. And, and, and it was the strangest one, and that's why you don't mess around with that. But I guess I felt that because Chad Chad never won an Oscar during his lifetime, despite several Oscar-worthy yes, yes, roles yes. that he was never nominated for. And now, at the age of 43, that was his last chance. So I think people were cavalier in their voting. They just thought other people were voting. Sure. Got it. And then, you they know, also Riz said, ended up getting more because he was everywhere the last Something else weeks. that I read also said the the amount of votes that even came in overall was way down this year. Was it? Yeah, the Academy had- just didn't even vote. Maybe mm-hmm. a lot of them didn't. And even then vote. Matthew McConaughey introduced us to the new um, motion pictures of arts and sciences museum that Hollywood's putting together. Mm-hmm. And Julia, tell me when I tweeted what in the Halle Berry is going on about Halle Berry, I said <laughs> the same thing. What in the Matthew McConaughey is going on with his hair? I didn't see him. Those were I the two shocking male and female hair moments for me of the night. Uh, You're a hairist. He, he, my dad was wearing this one. It's the gunslinger, the whole, the slick back hair. McConaughey obviously got, you know, hair plugs and he's been working more in and he's growing his hair long, might even have, uh, you know, extensions while the other hair is growing. I don't know what's going on with his hair, but it is not good. You're so funny. No, it's not good. Rocco knows what I'm talking about. Well, I still want to talk about this best actor thing. Okay, nobody saw, nobody, none of us have seen The Father. No, a friend but of mine a friend said it was so depressing that we didn't want to see it. And a friend of mine whose mom has dementia loved it only because we find we haven't had, there was that movie still, Alice, but right. th- there's Julianne something Moore. about the way uh, the per- Anthony Hopkins portrays the half in, half out world that someone who has dementia in. He's was very beautiful. Yeah, people beautiful. people that say that saw it seem to think he did deserve this and that he was amazing in it. Right. Where and then if you were just strictly voting, people were like, "Well, Chadwick Boseman, I don't know if Ma Rainey was my favorite thing, but he but, deserves." Yeah. But for me, it was like I was just thinking of the whole embodiment the of, his of his career, work. right? Because you know, I'm still mad that he didn't get nominated for Forty Two. Okay, just like I, I am with Kurt Russell and Miracle. I love my biopics. And, I, oh, yeah, no. and they get overlooked by the Academy sometimes. Here's one. Okay. But I really was upset last night. I, I had trouble sleeping. <laughs> oh, 
I was so... It was a weird ending. I went to bed, bed early, like at 11. I, I seriously was, was so shocked happy. that it was done at 10.15. No, I know. I was so yeah. impressed with myself going to bed. Yeah, but my brain and my Twitter fingers and mine had been going like for five and a half hours. So that was it, too. You were wound up. I was very wound up. But that really... My Twitter fingers were wound mine, Yeah, up. and I was very... It was such a flat, wrong ending. And then, you know... They, the ending sucked. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. It was... People are rating it as an F. Everyone is rating this Critics, as the very I saw worst one ever. Star, I saw one star. It's the worst ever. But I do want to see this. Okay. I, I, I want to go see this movie, and it's on Hulu. Another round. The director won. The Denmark oh, the one. Denmark. Yeah, the Denmark. Yeah. Thomas Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, Thomas Vintenberg, and it's the one that Holly told us that Leonardo DiCaprio they're going to remake in English. But it's the premise is that this Norwegian psychiatrist Finn Skarsgård theory that humans are born with alcohol blood level point zero five percent too low. Mm-hmm. So another round tests the bounds of what it would mean to get drunk, then stay drunk on a consistent level every day. And these four men yes. and the guy's speech was so sad because his daughter was supposed to be the daughter of Mads. She died four days into production when a. a Texture I hate that you're even telling me all this no, right now. I want to see mm-hmm. this. I want to see this movie though. Go ahead. They never drank at all. There was no alcohol. They had all these different fun ways that they figured out how to be drunk differently. You didn't sound good to you at all. Julia, there was too much talking. Sometimes there's oh, too I thought much his story. On. I thought his story was so. I cried. It was funny because I was in the kitchen and I'm like, "Is that guy still talking?" And my wife's like, "He's <laughs> talking about his dead daughter." You, right. yeah, but oh, I mean. No, yeah, no, sometimes I'm tuning out, okay, especially for documentary areas, you know, sometimes, but I love that. It was just an international film. I'll watch it with you, Julie. Thank you, honey. Yeah, and I'll watch the one with Mads Michelson because that's the one we're talking about. I know. That's (laughs) the same movie. This is all the same thing. I don't need all that story about the dead daughter and everything. That's too much information. (laughs) It's just too much information, Julie. It's It's a chore. It's too, too much. much to carry that weight. Because we heard so many stories last night. There this was... was a different one. All right, we got to go. It's time right. to Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is All the right, I'll just this? ask you guys to Hollywood speak. Chloe Zhao, who's the director of Nomadland, she's the second woman to ever win the Oscar for directing and the first Asian woman to win yes. for directing. And, um... She had on, I, I thought her dress it suited her. It's, you know, it, it was It was threaded, a crocheted kind of. I don't know what it was. Turtleneck. Yeah, it suited the long, knit dress. dramatic sleeves. And she had her white, like, um, tennis shoes. Tennis shoes on. And um, she said she, she's not a frilly gal. No, not very, very plain. And her braids, I don't, I think that's her signature yep. look. And, um, but anyway, uh, I, what did you think of her speech? I loved it. I actually wrote it down here. Okay. I thought, That's what I, thought. I thought she was, first of all, she's so lovely mm-hmm. and her story is really great. And um, she said when her and her dad, when times would get hard, they would like, and recite poems back to each other and text back to each other and finish each other's mm-hmm. sentences kind of thing. And she said, and then this is what she said. People at birth are entirely good. And she has always found goodness and faith and courage and to hold on to the goodness in ourselves and in others. She was just so, I just thought, 
It was what a what a wonderful outlook on life. Always trying to find the good in people because everybody was born good. Yeah, there's circumstances that make people be the way they are. It was just so lovely. I, I thought it was very. And she's so soft spoken and mm-hmm. is the hot guy that the photog- the photographer with her boyfriend. I, you know, I don't know, but he looked I'm, like Ian Summerhill. He's so good looking from Vampire he Diaries. He totally did, and yeah. I'm like, who's the hot guy? guy. Because. He's- Cinematographer yeah, for I no, feel like they not have, the cinematographer, maybe editor for Nomadland. Something. Because the cinematographer, cinematographer the, the one died that, by suicide. His name is Michael Wolf, and that's why Francis. I get it. Now. And the, the howling by the whole crew howled. Yeah, she I, was I totally so stern missed that. about it. And so that that cinematographer killed himself. Yes, yeah. at thirty-five like, years old, he had depression. Oh, and, that movie was so beautiful. No, 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 no. No, well, the movie was so beautiful. Oh, right, my Rocco, gosh. right, Rocco. Right, Rocco. Yes, right. Yeah. And yeah. the guy, this guy that shot it, I did. I'd say I'd, I missed all this. I just watched Nomadland for the first time Friday night, and yeah, I thought it was pretty great. And I'm so, like I said, like she pulled these performances out of these normal people. Like um, the scene at the end, and I'm not giving anything away yeah. with the the beardy guy that yes. kind of breaks down. I'm yeah. just like, wow, oh, how yeah. did she get that no, out of him? You know, uh, he's yeah. so quiet. Amazing. He's such amazing. A- and maybe that's why too. I have a re uh, uh, like that movie is. I'll probably only watch it once. It really hit home with me yeah. because I've got two sisters uh, that have oh, their sons have taken their lives, and it is such a painful thing. And it, that is just something I forgot that that was even in it. Yeah, it's an, it's right. an emotionally right. moving movie, and and um, right, you know. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's something I'm, uh, I might watch it again and make my wife watch it, but I don't, yeah, you're right. It's not something you're going to put on again. But I guess I loved, it it hit like it was such a cold night when I watched it. It was such a mellow, there was nothing going on and I could really just absorb it. Yeah. I felt just a great happiness for her. I really enjoyed her. She stopped and talked to Juliana on the red carpet. I mean, I just... I just thought, oh my gosh, she. It wasn't seen in China, you know. Right, I didn't right. think China they boycotted. Don't like they don't like her. They boycotted the Oscars too. Yeah, and they don't like her because yeah. she's she left China. Well, and, not because she left China. You can leave China, but you can't criticize China. There you go. So you can't be Chinese and leave China and criticize China, especially be a filmmaker. Right. And I mean, her criticism was like. I don't like how the government has to get in how everybody thinks and everything, sure. which is the very essence of China, of China yeah. communist China. So anyway, love her, love her, love her. Uh, Hollywood speak this one. Uh, if you know, do you know why the name Misha Collins was trending during the Oscars last night? Either one of you. I do not. Misha Collins. Misha Collins. I wish I People did. People were losing their minds. I wish I did. I don't. I'm watching Because I didn't go on social media like you. Uh, yeah, I'm watching in case he happened to come in the room. And I go, oh my gosh, what is Cassius doing? Uh, Cassius, Cassius, excuse me, from Supernatural doing at the Oscars in a really good seat. Well, Misha Collins is the actor who played Cassius, who was the good archangel in Supernatural for 15 years. And his childhood friend is the writer-director of the best picture movie, Sound of Metal. And he I was saw that good-looking one. guy sitting there. I wondered yes. who that was. I didn't. I saw him sitting there. Yeah. So let me Hollywood speak. Who? Why? Who? Mission? If you saw that table, good I did. location. Yep. 
How about uh, Zendaya keeping her yellow mask on as she's sitting next to Aaron Sorkin and Paulina Poroskova, but she scoots as far away from them as possible. Mm-hmm. Hollywood speak that. I don't trust you. Maybe they were kissing and making mm-hmm. out. <laughs> they could hardly keep their hands off mm-hmm. each other off the red carpet. It was really amazing. I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, and she was dressed like a gold Hello. Oscar. All right, let's and you Hollywood speak it. Well, Why was she wearing it? She they were Frances McDormand kept her mask on the whole time until she won the first award. She's the the the, 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 the she's the very dour, very stern. It doesn't surprise me. Zendaya, I think, because there was so much kissing happening between Paulina oh, and when out. people have wet kisses and the camera wasn't oh, panning we didn't get the audience loud. you know we didn't yeah. get the audience reaction you know it was like right. all her uh, so that part was so goofy so that's why zendaya kept that mask on that beautiful yellow net okay mask. here here are some of the headlines today mm-hmm. hollywood shock oscars fall below 10 million viewers showbiz goes bust end of an era well, well, they need to re. They do need to regroup. Yeah, they, they're going. They're going to. They, well, that's they what we think. To. Four we years think without us. That's true. Four years without a host. But no one's listening. Anyway, I do love that the boyhood friends, like they've known each other since they were ten. That that Darius, who's not, you know, Sound of Metal won two Oscars. Yeah, it did. It had a late surge. People really liked that movie. And he says to his childhood boyhood friend, come with me. Come with me to the Oscars because I can't bring my mom and my dad. I can yeah. only bring one. Love it. So anyway, that's who those two good looking guys were. And the one was Cassius. Got it. From Supernatural. Which is no longer on. Not on, but it was on for 15 years just ended. Right. Oh, God, that was Lori's show. Oh. One of the CW shows, one of many. Yeah. And we've got new ones. Yeah. That we're going to have to hear about. I know. It's all right. Cruel Intentions or whatever the new one is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, we'll be back.